Good morning. Good morning. We say good morning to each of you that have joined the prayer call today. And good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. There is none like you, God. There is none like you in all the earth, above the earth, under the earth. Hallelujah. We welcome you. We thank you, Jesus, that you are bigger than anything, anything. Your promises are yes and amen. And we hold firm to your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. I thank you for your word, God. In Hebrews 6, you said that you're not an unrighteous God, that you forget the labor of love that your people present and minister to the saints. You're not a God that is unrighteous to forget. Hallelujah. So, Father, I thank you that you bless every caller, everyone that intercedes, everyone that has taken the, the challenge, the cause, to come on the line this morning to pray for someone else, to stand in the gap for someone else. We are confident and fully persuaded that you, Father, will do just what you said that you will do. Your word cannot return void. It will accomplish that which you have intended, that which you have purposed, and in the thing whereto you send it. And as we as ambassadors pray this morning, as we as ambassadors speak forth your word this morning, we know that it will not return void. We position ourselves, Father. We position ourselves, Father, in a posture of worship and thanksgiving as we lift up our bowls to you. Father, breathe afresh on us. Breathe afresh, we pray, as we partake of the daily bread that you have prepared for us to eat today. We stand, Father. We stand open. We stand vulnerable to your spirit to lead and guide us. Lead and guide us to your truth. Lead and guide us, Father. Hallelujah. Penetrate the hearts of every person on this call. Penetrate the hearts of those that we're sending your prayers out to, Father. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, bring life to every word that we speak by your Spirit from the throne of grace. For we know that every word spoken is God-breathed. Therefore, it will accomplish that which you will, Father. And we want to please you. Hallelujah. 
Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, we welcome you all once again to the prayer call. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. The angel of our house, our leaders, we bless them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our leaders are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We bless and greet Minister Rodney Blanchard this morning. Minister Rodney is our devotion leader. We say good morning, Minister Rodney. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning to our bishop and Pastor Adrian, to our first family, and to everyone on this prayer call. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We serve a good, good father, and that's who Hallelujah. he is. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. You you sound ready. Hallelujah. And we are ready to receive that devotion that God has prepared in your heart this morning. And we say also good morning to Sister Margaret Johnson. Sister Margaret will be leading us in prayer for any prayer requests that have been received. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm wonderful. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I'm glad that you're good. And we pray God's goodness upon every caller. Amen? And remember, pray ye one for another that ye may be healed. Hallelujah. So let's go forth. We're ready for Minister Rodney. Thank you. Okay, good morning, Sister Charlene. Again, uh, thank everyone who is on this line. Um, this morning's devotion for the next 10 minutes or so, uh, we're going to start off with a scripture found in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And it says, for no matter how many promises God has made, <clears throat> they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us, the glory of God. I like the message as well. I want to bring this into our devotion this morning. Whatever God has promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray, the great amen. God's yes and our yes together is glorious evidence. Wow, that's powerful. Uh, this morning, uh, I want to bring this topic, <clears throat> agree with God's promises, say amen, and claim it by faith. That's good. Agree with God's promises, say amen, and claim it by faith. It is the enemy's job to keep the promises of God away from our memory bank. It is his job to continually attack our faith to what I like to call we get spiritual amnesia and forget how good God 
has been to us. We forget how good God has been to our family. We forget how good God has been to our children, our grandchildren, how good God has been on our jobs, and how good God has even been to our church, how, how good God has been to us individually. But, but how can we forget the promises of God? But the enemy will attack your faith, your finances, and watch this, even our fellowship with one another just to distract us from what God has promised. You see, God's promises are not like man's promises. Let me be clear. Uh, Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. You see, we all are acquainted with promises, promises from our family, promises from our friends, promises from our coworkers. What about a promise from a retail store only to find out you didn't receive what you ordered on time and they promised you that you would get it within three days? We are also accustomed to seeing promises made but promises also being broken. And anyone who has been on this earth any number of years, from the youngest to the oldest, have experienced their disappointment of being let down from a promise that was not fulfilled. I remember growing up in middle school and me and my friends would do what we call a pinky promise or a pinky sweat, grab a hold of my best friend's pinky, and then we would promise each other that we would keep a secret and that that secret wouldn't go no further than the two of us. Well, that didn't work out well when I realized the next day that all my classmates knew what we had sworn to secrecy. And some of us have gone before a judge and have been sworn in uh, with your hand on the Bible and asked uh, the testimony that you're about to give is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. But that promise was not kept. And then we have what we call conditional promises. If you do something, then I will do something. If you give me $50, I'll pay you back on my next pay period. Does that sound familiar with anybody on the line? But, 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 but you never got your $50 back. Your promise, that promise was not kept. You see, once someone breaks their promise, it's really hard to trust them again. But that's not the God we serve. We serve a God who's based, who, based on Scripture, says whatever God has promised gets stamped with yes and amen. Paul was writing to the church of Corinth here to encourage them to remember all of his teachings of the gospel. And despite how things may look, here it is, people of God, to always keep the faith. He also wrote them a letter to inform them that he would not be able to join them. This caused an uproar in the church, and many were disappointed because they felt like he didn't keep his promise. 
But I love Paul because Paul took the high road because it was the Lord that led Paul into a different direction, but they wasn't trying to hear that, which in turn, Paul let them know, look, if a man doesn't keep his promises, you serve a God who promises are yes and amen. The enemy also wants to take away your yes and your amen, people of God. You see, your amen is a faith-filled word. The word amen is translated as so be it, surely, verily, and truly. It is derived from the word firm, faithful, confirm, and truth. It is a verbal agreement confirming what you just heard. You see, the enemy doesn't want you to agree to what is being taught over the pulpit on Sundays with bishop or whatever pastor you're attending, uh, the church you're attending, or in Bible study. Your amen, here it is, activates your faith and gets God's attention. So essentially, when you say amen, you confirm the God that God's promises are truthful, God's promises are faithful, and God's promises are firm. I must say this: don't get personal, uh, don't get your personal requests and God's promises confused when God says no to your personal requests. We say yes and amen because of God's promises. Your personal uh, requests wants and desires are not to be compared to God's promises. Your faith will get tested during a trial, and you will try to keep you from saying yes and amen. But that's okay, because James says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Uh, look, when, when the tough gets going, we get going. This is what we ought to do. Look to Scripture. Look to the Word of God. When you're going through trials and tribulations and hardships, did you not know that the God we serve gives strength to the weary? When you are feeling weary and you are weak, he promised to give you strength. Isaiah 40 and 31 but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Yes and amen. If you begin to doubt the love of God, let me remind you that his love never fails. Isaiah 54 and 10. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant and peace be removed. Yes and amen. Don't believe those lies that are placed in your thoughts by the enemies. Just mountains and hills are permanent fixtures, but so is the love of God. Yes and amen. Don't be fearful. The Lord my God promises he will fight for you. Exodus 14 and 13, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. 
for the Egyptians whom you see today, you will see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and shall hold your peace. Yes and amen. And aren't you glad that God will give us eternal life for those who believe you are created to exist forever? Yes and amen. Because John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yes and amen. So, Father, we say yes and amen to all of your promises, not just our personal wishes. But, Father, we say yes and amen to the word of God, to the scriptures being professed over the pulpit, being professed in our lives because you are God that will not lie and cannot lie. So, Father, we say thank you for keeping your promises. Thank you for keeping your word. When everyone else uh, disappointed us, when everyone else uh, left us behind, Father, you have never left us. You have never forsaken us. And for that, we say thank you. So, Father, we won't be silent, but we will. We won't allow the enemy to take our yes and amen. But, Father, we will shout yes and amen to the word of God every time we hear it because we believe what is being said. We pray for everyone on this line that they understand the power of the faithful words of yes and amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, yes and amen. Minister Rodney, you're about to have me wake up the entire neighborhood over here. I remember those pinky promises. How many of us have made promises to God and, and broken them? Let's ask God for forgiveness right now, this moment. Hallelujah. Get it, get it right. Get clean right now. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Thank God that he cannot lie. Thank God that he is faithful. Thank God that his promises are yes and amen. So be it. So be it. His word is confirmed. Thank you, Minister Rodney. Thank you. That was an excellent word. Hallelujah. Now, saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe in faith together. Hallelujah, on the promises of God. We agree God's promises are truthful. God's promises are faithful. We agree God's promises are yes and amen. So let's agree together on those promises as Sister Margaret leads us in prayer this morning. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. All right, thank you so much. Wow, what a wonderful word. Mr. Rodney, thank you so much. I agree. Yes and amen. Um, so as we um, bring forth our prayer request um, this morning, I ask that you join your hearts with me in faith um, and uh, add your yes and your amen to the promises of God that we're praying over our prayer request this morning. Um, the first prayer request is from Pastor Aguigo, um, and he's asking us to agree with him 
um, praying for his protection, uh, for wisdom, and for breakthrough. So, Heavenly Father, we come this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that we can draw an eye into the throne of grace and obtain mercy in time of need. We're grateful, Lord God, this morning that your word says that we can call on you and you would answer us and you would show us great and mighty things which we know not, Father God. So we come in agreement with Pastor Aguigo this morning, and we pray for his protection this morning, Lord God. Your word says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. We say, Lord God, um, for and over Pastor Aguigo, that you are his refuge, you are his fortress, you are his God, that he leans on you, that he relies on you, and that he confidently puts his trust in you, Lord God. We agree with your word, Lord God, that you will deliver Pastor Aguigo from every snare of the enemy, O oh God, from all deadly pestilence, Lord God, that you cover him, Lord God, that you protect him, O oh God, and that your faithfulness is his shield and his buckler, Lord God. We thank you for that today, Lord God. Give him wisdom as a man of God. Give him wisdom, O oh God, in all the decisions that he needs to make, O oh God. You said if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. So we ask you, Lord God, for divine wisdom, O oh God. Speak to his mind. Speak to his heart, O oh God, that you, Lord God, would reveal, Lord God, your strategies to him, O oh God, that as he brings forth the word, O oh God, that your power would flow through him, Lord God, that as he spends time studying the word, you would increase his revelation and insight in the word of God, Lord God, so that he can lead, Lord God, the flock, Lord God, that you placed him over, O oh God, into, Lord God, your truth, O oh God, so that they have a greater awareness of you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for breakthroughs in every area of his life, breakthrough in his finances, O oh God, breakthrough on his job, O oh God, breakthrough in ministry, O oh God. We pray for your breakthrough, O oh God. We call on you, the Lord of the breakthrough, O oh God, that you would break him forth like the breaking forth of mighty waters, O oh God. We thank you for it today, Lord God. We know that when we pray your word, you said if we pray according to your will, we know you hear us, O oh God. And if we know you hear us, we know we have the request that we've asked of you. So we cover Pastor Rigo in the blood of Jesus. We pray a hedge of the blood, the fire, and the word of God around him. We loose the angels of God to guard and rescue him, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, for complete uh, healing, deliverance, wisdom, Lord God, and breakthrough in every area of his life. Oh, God, prosper him, oh, God. You said you would, that he would prosper um, in his uh even as his soul prospers, oh God. So we thank you for prospering him mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, and financially, Lord God. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. The next prayer request is for Justice Adams, and she's um, asking us to pray for her for healing from grief uh, from her mom passing and then also financial assistance um, so that she can stay in her apartment. Father God, we come and we lift up justice before you, Lord God. You, Lord God, are the God of all comfort, Father God. We ask you to comfort her heart, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to strengthen her with might and power in her inner man by your spirit this morning, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that the balm of Gilead, the balm of your love, will so wrap itself around justice. Wrap your arms around her. Let her feel your tangible presence, O oh God, your tangible love, O oh God, 
that, Holy Spirit, you are the comforter, that you would comfort justice, oh God, um, and the uh, passing, the transitioning of her mother, oh God. Lead her and guide her as to next steps, oh God. Help her, Lord God, with what she needs, oh God. Cause, Lord God, your favor to surround her like a shield, oh God. Let the blessings of God chase her and overtake her, Lord God, so that, Lord God, you said you are her provision, oh God, that you would meet every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so we just speak provision over justice in the name of Jesus, that every need be met, oh God, that, Lord God, where you would have her to stay, she's able to stay, Lord God, cause, Lord God, the landlord, Lord God, to just bless her to stay, Lord God, to um, uh, have compassion, oh God, that you, Lord God, would just as water is turned into an irrigation ditch, you would turn that landlord's heart towards justice, oh God, so that she has more time, oh God, to come up with the finances, oh God, as she's going through the grief process, oh God, to stay in her home, oh God. We pray your protection around her, Lord God. Lead her and guide her and direct her today in Jesus' name. Amen. And then our final prayer request um, has been sent in by Joy O'Kear, um, and she's asking us to um, release our faith and pray with her, pray for her 17-year-old son who's been hospitalized since March um, the 22nd um, and has been diagnosed with something called <clears throat> granulomatosis with polyangitis. Um, and basically it's an inflammation of the blood vessels um, in the nose, the sinuses, the throat, the lungs, the kidneys, uh, et cetera. And so um, release your faith with me as we uh, lift up God's yes over this 17-year-old boy. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. You said in your word, Lord God, that any name that is named must bow its knee to the name of Jesus. So we come by the power of the blood of Jesus, and we speak to granulomatosis with polyangitis, and we command you, you foul spirit of infirmity, bow your knee to the name of Jesus. We take authority over you in the name of Jesus today. We command every uh, inflammation of uh, joy son's blood vessels, in his nose, in his sinus, in his throat, in his lungs. We command all swelling to go down. We command the immune system to stop attacking the blood vessels in the name of Jesus. We speak healing to all the organs that are affected. We speak on his immune system, and we command his immune system to be restored completely. I command his immune system to stop all disease and viruses from infecting his body in the name of Jesus. We command an increase in the white blood cells, that they would fight in the name of Jesus. We command his electrical and magnetic frequencies to be in harmony and balance and return to normal in the name of Jesus. We speak to all 125 trillion cells in his body, along with all the T cells in his body, and we command them to align electrically, magnetically, and chemically to the perfect DNA and the RNA that God originally created. We command all bad cells to be uh, replaced by the good cells in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word, oh, Lord, my God, we cried unto you for help, and you have healed him. We thank you for your healing power, oh, God. You said you yourself bore his sins in, his, in your body on the tree, Lord God, that um, uh, we might die to sin and live to righteousness, and by your wounds, joy's son is healed, oh, God. You said, Lord God, in Isaiah, that 
you were wounded for our transgression. Jesus was crushed for our iniquities, and upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And by the stripes of Jesus, Joy's son was healed, O oh God. You said in your word, Father God, that the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. Sustain Joy's son on his sickbed, Father. In his illness, O oh God, you restore him to full health, O oh God. You said that the prayer of faith would save the one who is sick, O oh God, and that the Lord would raise him up. So we call on you this morning, Father, to raise him up in the name of Jesus, O oh God. You said in your word, Father God, that you would supply all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Father. We speak healing and wholeness over Joy's son in the name of Jesus. You are the doctor, O oh God, that Lord God created him in your image and in, in your likeness, O oh God. So we ask and we pray for total restoration in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of infirmity and we lose healing. We lose the love of God. We lose, Lord God, your precious blood and we cover him in the blood of Jesus. We dip him in the blood today, Lord God. We smear the blood inside, outside, over every part of his body, oh God, until he is totally restored, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, this morning, Father, that we can trust you and call on the name of the Lord. And you show us great and mighty things that we know not, Father. So we give you praise this morning for a total, complete restoration for Joy's son, O oh God. Let, Lord God, his testimony be sure, be yes and amen. And we thank you for it, Father, this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree on earth as touching, so we know that what we've asked shall be granted unto us by Father God. Minister Rodney, we want to quickly swing back to you to ask if you have anything else that you'd like to share with us. Uh, no, I just believe we have to continue to confess yes and amen when the word of God is being speak, uh, preached and spoke to us in, in agreement, and let's make the devil out of a lie because we agree with God's promises. Amen. Amen. Selah. Um, please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.dodestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect, scroll to Prayer Requests, and enter your request. Before we close out, we would like to see if our bishop would like to say anything to us this morning. Bishop Smith, good morning. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, Minister Rodney and uh, the entire team, Sister Margaret. God bless you all. Good morning, church family. It's good to be on the line with you all this morning. Uh, you know, uh, Miss Rodney did such a wonderful job. Uh, we, we thank God for it. You know, um, one of the things when it comes to God's yes, and our amen, we have to understand the origin of amen is always associated with the blessing. It's always associated with prayer. So therefore, it's always associated with the word of God or the blessing of God that he has spoken over the righteous, which is his promise his promises, and we have to understand that. And so remember uh, Sunday, one of the scriptures I was using was Numbers 23, 
and I just gave a brief a brief synopsis, a snapshot of what was taking place in verse 19 when the scripture says, God is not a man that he should lie. The, the first revelation, you got to understand, is the fact it says God is not a man. He's not a man. That means to lie is not in the nature of God. It's not a part of his nature. So therefore we can trust him. And so God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said or promised, and will he not do it? For, or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Now this was dealing with um, two men, a prophet named ba Balaam and Balak. And Balak wanted Balaam to curse the children of Israel. And as they were traveling, he would take the, he would take the prophet to a space where the children of Israel would be traveling by, and he wanted him to start pronouncing all of these curses upon the children of Israel. But when you get to verse 20, I want you to hear what it says when it comes to the promises of God being yes, and we're to add our amen to it. He says, behold, watch what the prophet says. Watch what Balaam says. He says, behold, I have received a commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Isn't that powerful? I can't reverse what God said. I can't reverse the yes of God. And therefore, you got to understand, once your amen is released, you have to know when it comes in, to, in relationship to the, the, the um, promises of God and the yes in Christ, my amen is concrete. Why? Because the promises of God is concrete. God is not a man. And therefore, it's, it, you know what? You should look up the promises of God. All you have to do is Google it. It's easy. Look up the promises of God and start declaring those promises. Start adding your amen to what God has already said. God has already released his word to bless you, and it cannot be reversed. Have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Thank you all so much for allowing me to, to come in and just share a few words. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Bishop. Now let's go together again in prayer before we leave the call today. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for every caller Thank you, Father, for everyone who allowed your spirit to speak to their hearts this morning, who had an ear to hear what you are saying to your church. Father, I ask that you bless them. Bless each one in Jesus' name. Thank you for your word today. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that everyone on this call, every one of your children, never forgets 
your promises. I decree and declare, Hebrews 6, that every caller show diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. I pray that every caller is not slowful, but that every caller is as followers of the past, as Abraham, through faith and patience, inherited the promises. You made a promise to Abraham, Father. And because you could swear by none greater, he swore by yourself, saying, Surely, blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And after Abraham patiently waited, patiently endured, he obtained the promise. So, Father, I pray that each caller is patient and waits in full assurance, hoping, believing you that your promises are yes and amen. I decree and declare, Isaiah 40 and 31, that your people wait on you. Father, I declare that your children will wait on you. Renew their strength, Father. Cause your children to mount up on wings as eagles. Cause them to run and not to be weary. Cause them to walk and not faint. We say amen to your word, Father. Thank you, Father. We receive your commandment that you have blessed us. And therefore, it is so. It is your promise. And we rest on your promises. We rest on your word. We rest on you. Amen. It's already said. It's already established in heaven. So therefore, it is established here in earth, in us, in your earthen vessels. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. We ask this morning that each of you, if you are baptized in the Spirit, that you please pray in your Holy Ghost heavenly language as we open the lines this morning. Again, we ask that if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, that you please pray in your heavenly language this morning as we open the lines. Sister Alicia, Please open the line. 